Hi guys, welcome back to the strip podcast. Yeah, welcome back, guys. Yeah. My name is Esther. It's OT. Welcome back to another episode. So, yeah, have you man. been OT? You're right. I've been cool, man. I've been cool. Just you know, and you, a lot of changes is happening. Hmm. Just have to adjust. But you know what? I just feel like we never say this, but like, thank you guys for listening to our podcast. Yeah, no, honestly, we appreciate you lot on, on a serious like, note. It's like, actually mad. The other day, I was speaking to Esther, and like, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not very good with this technology stuff in it, so I don't really, Esther, like, I, I don't really check up on this stuff that well. And then Esther was like, "Oh yeah, we're on this and this many plays," and I was like, "What? That many?" Yeah. So honestly, I appreciate you guys for listening, for sticking with us. There's more to come. Live show is being planned, all of that. So, you know, yeah, got so some good surprises coming. we got some good stuff. Anyway, so today's episode, we're going to be talking about, like, just living in an African household. Mm. Like, I've just been, you know what, it's kind of them once. I've just been thinking about it, how the difference between how my brother lives at home now and then how I used to live when I was back home. Oh, yeah. There's just, like, a huge change. 100%. Like, now, because it's just my parents and my brother, he barely sees my parents. Like, my mom called me today and she was like, oh, do you know where your brother is? I was like, fam, we're not even <laughs> in the same country. Like, what? <laughs> she was like, can you, like, like, can you call him and check where he is? He's like, he wouldn't tell me where he is. I know, like, if I ask him, so let me know. I called him, he was like, oh, I'm on my way home. Like, oh, do you know where mom is? I was like, why am I being, why are you asking me these questions? You don't live in the same country. Yeah. And I was like, oh, she's getting her hair done. Where are you? I'm going to be, I'm going home now. And he, he was like, oh, I'm going to go to the library later on, though. So by the time she comes back, he's going to be gone as well. Yeah, and yeah. then he's like, oh, I haven't seen dad all day. Like, is he gone to Nigeria? I was like, wow. What is going on? Why is it, why am I being the one to, you, you were here, you were here. You. Were, what is going on? If that was me, every five seconds, where are you? Yeah. Oh yeah, back home. Oh, you shouldn't. You need to be back home by six o'clock today. But that's that's the difference between even forget like African wise. Like I feel like a guy a guy's relationship with their mom is very different from a girl's relationship. But that shouldn't be the well, case. No, because that's how that's how guys are. Like we're not the same. Like I I've, I've noticed it. Anyone any male can tell you. Like especially the African boys, all of them can tell you the same the same thing. You girls will be, you know, you talk to your mom, you'll be, you know, hey mom, da 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 da. We're not like that. Doesn't mean we don't love them, but we're not f- every five minute call, oh, what are you doing? Where are you? All that stuff. We, like, it doesn't, it doesn't resonate with us. My, my friend, he sometimes he sees his mom calling, he airs it. Not because he doesn't love her, but literally because it's like, all right, cool. As soon as I pick up this call, she's going to say, where are you? What you're doing? Did you say to do the thing? That, did you do the thing that I told you to do the other day? Oh, what you did, 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 let me, did, did. so more time it's like, let me finish off what I'm doing. Cause I know this conversation isn't like a two minute quick. Hi, you good? Yeah, I'm did, 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 or whatever. Fair. Even for me to say to my mom, I'm busy. She'll be like, oh, okay, quickly. Let me just say something like that. Yeah. So it's, it's, no, but what I mean in like the way parents like treat boys and girls, like why is it different? Why is it different? Why does it have to be different? Like, oh, my my brother can stay up till like leave the house and come back at like 12 midnight. But when it's 10 o'clock, my mom is like, why aren't you back in the house? Like why? Maybe they're more worried about you. Why are they more worried about the older sibling? You're a female. So... That's what I wanted you, know you to exa- say. You so, know exactly why. No, why? Because females usually are more in danger than men when they go out late at night. Men could be raped too. I didn't say that. I said more in danger. By what? Statistically, more females get raped than men. Am I lying? 
Fair enough. Statistically, more females get attacked by men. Statistically, literally, most bad things that happen, it happens more to females, to females. than men. Okay. The only thing that happens more to men than females is getting stabbed or getting shot. Fair enough. And that's I get, for beef. I, I get that. But what you need to... I, f- I just feel like it's kind of... If you know your child, just... You know that. I understand... It's not about knowing your yeah, child, Yeah, but though. I understand that. But getting, can, getting spiked is out of someone's control. Yeah, do, but... Do mm, girls... There's not a lot of girls that spike guys compared to the amount of guys that spike girls. Let's be real. There's, I get that. There's more male weirdos towards females than there are in, just in general. I get that. I get that. But what I'm saying is that if my mom knows... If I've told my mom. I'm going to, you know, to my friend's house to chill. Mm-hmm. And then it's 10 o'clock and I'm not back home. Why is she concerned? Like, especially if I've, t- if I've told her, like, if she calls me, she's like, oh, why aren't you home? But she's heard me that I'm fine. Mm-hmm. So why is there a problem? Why is it like that? And it's not only with me or my family. It's throughout, like, African but parents. African, pa- African parents in general find a problem where there isn't one. They lo- love to make their own problem. And, like, it depends on how, you know, where their brain goes. Because sometimes... Like, I'd wake up, I'd be like, morning, mom. And and she's already got an attitude. And I'm like, what, like what? I literally just woke up. What have I done? Yeah. It's because she's been thinking in her head about maybe, oh, something that was said another time or, oh, he's planning to do this and this and this or something like that. And, yeah. you know, a lot of them just tend to let their imagination go wild and then it affects just their relationships in general. Yeah, I feel like what African parents, I would just say mom, because it's usually mostly the mom, what mm-hmm. they don't know is that when they are in a mood, it affects the everyone. whole house. Yeah, it affects it affect, Yeah, it affects... I don't feel like they understand. It took my mom a while for her to understand that. She didn't like her job, and she would come home nagging, angry, like, irritated, mm-hmm. and then it will kind of pass on to everyone, and then mm-hmm. everyone's just irritated in the house. Yeah. And I feel like that's... It's a, not only my family, like, it's like I keep saying, it's like a lot of you know, African families, they mm-hmm. don't, is that my life? Am I yeah, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're like, right. they just, they don't understand that your mood affects everyone else. So when you're coming with this negative ad- attitude, this bad vibes, like, we're all going to be like, oh, what the hell? And then it just makes everyone go to their room and just close the door, like, okay, I'm going to be by myself now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wanted no, to I, ask... Yeah, no, go on, go on. I wanted to ask you, what kind of punishments did you get? Like, were you given? I got everything. What I got, kind? I got everything. From... From the the one that's physically difficult to do to the actual just beatings to beatings of other things to verbal abuse confiscating everything anything anything. So you would get your phone taken off you. Yeah, until I until I stopped letting up. Because I, I the, but that's when I like when I was paying for my own phone oh, and my okay. own contract and stuff. You were like nah. Yeah, but that it didn't go down well. The first <laughs> the first two or three times like. It went, like, terribly. Like, I think the first time, she actually kicked me out of the house. Like, I had to stay somewhere else for a while. Like, for, like, a whole week. Really? Yeah. No, I, bro, I've been out of my house, ages, like, for time. Oh. The thing about parents is, at the end of the day, they don't, they don't deal well with change. And especially, like, for example, with her, with that situation, she was in an argument with me, and she told me to give like give my phone in it and i'm like all right cool but it's not even like i've done something wrong and it's not your fo- it's not your phone like what i told her was this, like it's my phone it's not yours i paid for it why would i give you my phone yeah and she was like oh okay but i paid for this house so oh so bro, i was like oh right, you cool. paid yourself and so i left oh, fam. 
like I feel like with me, my punishment was more lighter, but because like I'm a girl, so beatings weren't really a thing for girls in my house. It was it was a thing for boys, but it wasn't a thing for girls in my house. Just because, like, it's kind of like you're getting married. You know what I mean? I don't want to scar your body. That's mm. just how my mom seen being. So with me, like, just and I feel like it depends on the individual child. So with me, it was always the ver- verbal abuse. Mm. So it's like you well she wouldn't call me stupid but the things that she would say to me would make me upset and would make me cry so it was it wasn't a verbal thing it wasn't a physical thing my brother was a physical thing Mm. because believe me they could argue for a long time Mm -hmm. but with me like i can't argue so i'll just be like oh but if they hit me i'll just i can just stand there like you'll be hitting me and i'll just stand there looking at you like you're wasting your energy because it's not going to touch me it's not going to affect me but mine was the use of verbal words so that was what used to get me and, like, the punishments I used to have was not taking your phone off me because half the time, when I was younger, growing up, I didn't really use my phone anyways. So if you took my phone off me, it was a punishment for you because when you're trying to reach me, you're trying to be in contact with me, you can't. I didn't, I, yeah. But I didn't go anywhere. In, anyway, like, when, when I, like... Yeah, most... but did you not go to school by yourself and come back and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, so, like, so, if you're late, what if you miss the bus? But, like... like the 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 thing with with school is like, for example, my mom won like, she just doesn't play like there's no missing the bus type thing in it. Like for example, I could I can be in school till like six or something like that, like or or whatever. Like I come home, she'll ask or whatever. So like school, up to a certain point, she's like, mm, this is roughly the time he'd get home. Mm. Or maybe he had this today or something like that. Mm. So like the phone thing is not like it wouldn't be an issue for her. Like, but me, I'd have to go school, then home, then home, then school. Like most of, most of my time, I spent home school, home school, home school, home school. So you didn't go library? No, to it, study. You can't study at home when there's noise. No, you can't. Sometimes you just need a different. That's that's. Where you had that freedom, I didn't get an option. I didn't so get that I option. I was lazy, anyways. I didn't really go to library, but we did have that option. I only started going to library later on, and that was literally like there's there's a library down the road to me, mm. literally. So I'd have to go to that. Like I wouldn't go to that library after school. I'd have to go home first. It oh. makes sense for me to go home first. Then I'd be like, oh, um, mom, I'm going to library. library. She'd be like, fine. And to be honest, like more time, I would like I'd be in library anyway. And my mom was very like, I don't know how to say it, but like. Maybe once in a while she might like I felt I had a feeling like once in a while she might check to see if I'd go to library or something yeah. like that. Like what was, kind of shifts did your friend, your mom used to do? Uh, like it's, it's just is it different. It's very different. It changes a lot. It does change a lot still. Like my mom works more now than she even used to before. Yeah, to be honest, you guys are like older. Not no. not really because like we look after it, like ourselves anyway. So it's not really that. It's just it's yeah. Just but I feel like the reason I'm life. saying. Is that kind of like because like because you guys aren't in the house? She doesn't need to take care of you guys. Yeah, but so she doesn't need to be. If we're in school, we're not in the house anyway, and we leave. We make our own food in the morning. Oh, like what? Sit that. Come on, anything's easy. Like egg, egg, sausage, whatever, or bread or cereal. You mom doesn't need to be there for for that, does she? 
Well, we were only allowed to have like cereal. So if it was like any other thing, like she would have to make it for us. Uh, okay, but let's say even cereal. Like, do you know what? I need to be there for you to make us our cereal. Yeah, in the morning. But we used to, do you know what? I feel like I was a privileged kid because I used to get picked up from school and I used to get dropped to school. Because okay. yeah. we, we used to live a bit far from school. So that it would be like to be like two buses. That's what I'm saying. So with, like with the work fit, with the work shift thing, it's, it's only relevant if like you're, you need your mum to do stuff like I like really and truly I'd wake up myself it, it's only if I'm late like really and truly if I'm if I'm running late or my mom's like he should have woken up by now or sometimes when she's in the mood and she's she's been up for ages she'll come and be like oh yeah it's, it's it's almost it's almost six now and it's like 5 40 like that's almost six like and when I wake up at six yeah do you understand wait, but so, like yeah wait so didn't you wake you up because my mom would actually get up and wake everyone up. She would get up and wake everyone up. So she would be the one to set the alarm. She would get up and wake everyone up. Why did you need your mom to set the alarm? I don't know. She was just... I feel like my mom was just like that. She would get up and wake everyone up. She would shower. She would go do our thing, her thing while we shower. And we, she would make sure we're on time. Like, she would be downstairs doing whatever she's doing while people are going in and out of the shower. And like, my mom, my mom would... She kind of like... She'd regulate to make sure we're on time. Not like... Not anally, like, not bare, like, regulate, like, whatever, like, she'll wake me up, like, if she does wake me up, probably early, because she's been up for time, in it. like, if she, sometimes she doesn't, like, we don't really sleep well in our family anyway, so, like, if she's been up since, like, 5am, she might just be like, oh, yeah, yeah, get up, or something like that, type yeah. thing, but, like, you alarm clock, yourself. yeah, alarm clock, or even phone, phone alarm, wake you up, get up, have a shower. Like, I, I don't know. My mom's not in any of the, like, my routine. Have a shower. Grab food if I have time. If not, which is most of the time, I don't have time. I put on my clothes okay. and go. Or iron my clothes in the morning. Like, the only thing my mom would say is, like, if my f- clothes are rough, maybe, she'd be like, oh, so you haven't ironed your clothes. Make sure you iron your clothes. I don't know. Really? Even when my mom was, like, um doing sleepovers and stuff, she would still be on the phone, like... So who's in the bath now? Who's in the shower now? I didn't get to go and sleep over. So I didn't know. No, like when she was gone to work, like she was having a sleepover. Oh, like she wasn't yeah. coming back that yeah. night. Yeah, she wasn't coming back that night. Okay. So then she would wake wake us up in the morning to make sure because my dad because of the he would do night so he would come back home at like five a.m. So he would try and sleep till he has to drop us off at school. So he was kind of like out of the picture in terms of that. So my mom would make sure like we're up and we're we're getting everything done and stuff. Okay, I see, I see. But the reason I was asking what kind of shifts your parents did was like, were you able to sneak out? No. You didn't sneak out? No. Really? Like? Hell no. My mom's usually home before I get home. Like in the night, the middle of the night. Have you ever done that? You, You're looking at no, me like, you know, sorry, I no, know no, a sorry. lot of people I, that I live in. I live in a flat, baby. Like literally <laughs> from, from, from here... From where I am sitting now mm-hmm. till maybe like the end of a, a there's one just corridor. You understand? Yeah. So the arrangement of my house is one corridor and maybe you know just a door on the left, a door on the right, a door on the left, a door on the right, yeah. and then the living room at the end. Sometimes she sleep in the living room. Sometimes she sleep in her room. We always put a chain on the door before we we go to bed anyway. Mm. So if she doesn't hear the chain, and my mom's not a heavy sleeper, she uh. might hear the chain. She might hear the lock open. Oh, number one, enough. getting back in either way. You understand? Yeah. If if I take the chain off and my mom's like, oh, we forgot to take put the chain on when she's walking around the house, she puts the chain back on. I'm I'm pissed. If I try to open the lock and she's open and she's awake because she stays awake. Like you know, as I say, we don't sleep properly. 
I can never know when she's awake or asleep unless I check oh. her room. That's another thing. Okay. She don't just go sleep and then snore. Like my mom, she might sleep for an hour and then wake up. She might sleep for uh, she she as I said, she might randomly like she'll go to bed at three a.m. get back up at five a.m. for no reason. She'll be reading or praying or something. Mm. Sometimes she get up in the middle of the night and you know walk up and down the house and pray. So there's there's no like there's no way I could think about sneaking out and thinking it'll be successful. It's a, it'd be the dumbest plan ever. It doesn't make any sense. Like, so for Things, us, it's not that. I could, but I just didn't. I felt like, you know, when you just kind of like, what's the point? That I feel like that was kind of my family. It was kind of, what's the point? Because my my parents are heavy sleepers anyways, and they're snorers as well. Mm. So like, if I wanted to go out, I could actually go out. And yeah. I've had times that my friends <laughs> snuck into my house yeah. and they really stayed over and my mom doesn't know and they leave before my mom, you know, wakes yeah. up. So, but them, me actually leaving my house, it's like, I've never done that. I don't know why. I just, I feel like I'm, I'm just a homebody. I just love staying in my house anyway. So it's kind of like leaving my house was long anyways. Like a lot of the time my friends would have to come to see me because I'm just like, "Uh, you want me to meet you in town now? That's like a 30 minutes bus journey. I'm not trying to do that. I only started going out when like I started like making my own way. Like, so obviously, I used to start, you know, even in London, I used to start working the event shifts in it. Mm. And, you know, like, your mum will know that, they're, like, they last late so like, yeah. on the weekends anyway, yeah. like, and, and all that stuff. And it could be at random times, random places. She knows yeah. her phone's not on you in it. And more time, like, because at first I was going, you know, and I was working a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, yeah. a lot like so much and she knows I was working a lot so she wouldn't even bother me like she wouldn't be like proper calling me or whatever whatever yeah, like I'd be like oh, I'm going to work she's like oh where are you working today I'm like oh like here or something and she's like oh yeah uh, be safe bye and I'll go maybe come back sometimes I'll come back at 6am sometimes I'll come back at 5 maybe I'll come back at 3 or whatever in it so it was a that thing and what? I think maybe one time I went to work and they cancelled or something, and I went to my friend's house. I was like, I just chilled there for a bit, and I went home. And I was really, I realized, ah, maybe if I'm not working, I can really just, you know, just step out and not have to say anything. Yeah, type thing. So that's like, that was yeah. Yeah, and I think the more I worked late, the less worried she got sure. about me going out mm. and stuff like that. So it's it's only like pretty much what when did you start working? I think I started working. I was seventeen when I started working behind bars. They had my age down wrong on the thing in it. Before I was 18, I was 17. I was working behind bars. So maybe from 17 onwards is when I actually started being able to do stuff and see friends go out, stuff like that. Mm, Fair enough. I started working when I was 19 and I was doing events and stuff as well. And oh my God, I remember there was one time my parent, like, mm, I can't remember where my dad was, but my mom was not in the country. She went on like a... Um, she went abroad with her, like her work, mm-hmm. and I must have been coming for this from this event. And I got in the cab, and I mm-hmm. told the cab driver like where I was going, mm-hmm. and um, 
like it was around 3 a.m. to 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. And he dropped me out of my house. But as I was go, he when I told him the address, he mm-hmm. was asking me questions. But I just thought he's a cab driver. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's just, you know, trying to entertain me while he's driving. Mm-hmm. Just asking me like, oh, so where were you? What were you doing? Blah, 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 blah. And I was just answering the questions. You know, I didn't think it was. He dropped me home. I said, thank you. He kind of waited. I did notice he waited like, mm-hmm. till I got inside my house. But mm-hmm. I was just thinking, like, oh, do you know what? Mm-hmm. He's just a nice cab driver. Like, just make sure everything's fine. Next thing you know, my mom's calling me saying, oh, yeah, how was work? And I was like, yeah, it's fine. And then she was like, oh, do you know the driver that dropped you? Oh, he's my um, he's my co-worker's friend. <laughs> I was like, what? And then she was like, that's why he was asking you all these questions to make sure you were even telling him the questions. You're even <laughs> answering questions. Is that what you do when I'm not there? I'm, I'm telling people your life and stuff. Because I wasn't really telling people my life, but he was like, oh, how was your shift? And I was just, oh, yeah. you know, doing up conversation. Yeah, like I did this, I did this today. It was fine. How many, you know how's your family? I was like, yeah, my mom's um, out of the country right now. My dad is, you know, I was just, so your mom, your mom basically set up a cab driver. No, she didn't, didn't she didn't do it. She didn't oh, set it up. It was purpose. kind of, it wasn't, on, it wasn't on purpose. But it just happened to be, be and, someone that and, she they, knew. and they knew it was and you. And they knew it was, he didn't know it was me, but when he got the address, he knew, oh, oh, okay. oh this must be this person's child. Oh, that she's I see. To this yeah, address. yeah, that makes sense. And, Islands are small places as well. Like, yeah. People do tend, like, that's to what. To know each other, my, yeah. Them man used to always tell me, like, they'll be walking around in town and then one auntie would just call their mom oh i saw your son oh do you know I, what I saw your son in, in town today oh my goodness uh, yeah so like oh my di- you know I, to be honest I, that can't be me fam because i'll i'll be i'll scrap up to be honest like most of my family actually i can't say even family because friends is i don't london's a way bigger place like, yeah you don't tend to just buck people in it so um, like they won't see there's not like town in london if i'm in hackney there's a center of hackney there's this part of hackney there's yeah. this part is unlikely you're gonna buck yeah. me anyway there's so many buck but in is, ireland, ireland is, is wild it's so small and it annoys me i remember there was a time when i was meant to be in uni we went on a uni trip and obviously we caught early so mm-hmm. i was in primark and then um this um person's mom comes and i was like shit it's like she called my name esther said, good afternoon <laughs> auntie she's like how are you aren't you meant to be in school i said school trip one hour break now so i just said let me pop into Primark. and the thing is my mom hates primark okay so my mom's banned me from primark so in my head yeah she hates primark why does she hate primark she feels like it's cheap stuff okay yeah so basically she's the kind of she believes in value so she'll rather like quality oh, sorry quality because she has money that's why don't Fam, worry about that my one. mom <clears throat> don't worry about that sometimes one. when she's doing shopping i just look at her like i'm yeah, trying to be she, like you because still she has money i'm trying to be like, about value fam no nah, she hates primark and when we were younger we were banned from primark we weren't allowed me and my sister weren't allowed to go into primark so i was in my head i was like oh my goodness oh my god she's going to tell my mom i was in primark my mom is going to not give me any money but and she was like yeah how's your mom i'm going to i've actually been meaning to call i said shit she's going to call my mom i said she saw me and i was like yeah i just told her to travel to nigeria okay i was like in my head i was like oh what can i say i was like yeah she traveled to nigeria she's like oh when is she gonna be like i was like i'm not really sure ma so like, oh, um i won't leave i will leave her to enjoy herself i'll call her later on when mm. i'm free again but hopefully by that time it would she, probably be like yeah. oh i saw your i saw your daughter in town it wouldn't be uh, i don't yeah, know if yeah, they ever yeah, yeah. like they had that conversation but yeah is a small place and I just feel like aunties need to mind their own business mm. like if you see me just say hi and walk away you don't mm. need to tell my mom I saw hi did you mind your business mm. mind your business because your child is doing double double the things I'm doing mm. they're out there in boys mm. houses that's what I'm gonna say that's crazy yeah. so in terms of punishment so I'd never got my phone like I said I never got my phone taken off me like physical punishment did you have to like stool down and stuff yeah 
bro, name it all. I've done it. You did. Kneel, kneel, kneel down and put up your hands. Um, stand up and put up, put up your store hands. Down. Was, that, was it store? Was they had to store down. Like there's this punishment that you put your. Hands oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Put your, put one finger on the floor on the and floor then and one have one up. one leg up oh, and then have yeah. one 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 hand up for all that time. Yeah. There's um, like, bro, I don't really think about it, but if if you've done it, I've probably done it. The thing was, like I said, I wasn't re- mine wasn't really a punishment something. Like I was more of a vocal and then silent treatment. Mm. My mom used to give me the silent treatment a lot. My mom couldn't give me the silent treatment. I'd love it. Really? Now my mom would I'd not talk to it. me for time. I'm, I'm a guy. Like that's the thing, though. You see, you when you talk to your mom, you lot bus convo and you bus bants and whatever, whatever. Or even if it's not bants, like you bus convo, you talk about you know normal stuff like oh this and this person said this. I saw mm. that. That's not in my like. I don't. I don't go to even my friends. I won't go to bars and be like, yeah. So I did this today, and like, it's it's not for me. I don't like talking like that in it. So my mom giving me the silent treatment won't affect me. Like, I don't have much to talk about. How yeah. was school? School was cool. Uh, yeah, but why it's not- why were you this late? Oh, I had this club. Oh, okay. Um. Then what? Well, especially later, I'd go to my room. I go to my room, I'd read, or I'd, I don't know. I didn't really have consoles as well. I got my PS4 maybe a month or two before I went to uni. Really? Did you not have the Wii growing up? We had the Wii. Nope, I didn't have nothing. I had, I had a PSP for a little bit, a DS, but my mum only got games that were for like educational, like brain training and stuff like that. So I just kind of stopped playing with it. I got a Game Boy from my friend. Like, my mom didn't give it to me. My friend had an old Game Boy. And, obviously, I used to bang out, like, a couple of games on it for a little while. But, like, none of that stuff lasted. I can't remember what happened to it. Maybe some of the... I have a feeling maybe my mom hit the games that went <laughs> or something. Because I'm thinking, like, the way I've just lost all these games... These games. ...is um, very, very suspicious. She, did, she probably did. She found it in your room and she took it and she hid it. And when you asked her where it was, you were like, she was like, I don't know. I never asked her. Because oh, I, I was clumsy anyway as a kid, innit? So you thought, so oh, like, I just lost it somewhere. Yeah, like, I would have oh, lost it. My mom wouldn't have cared if I lost it anyway. She's not replacing it. So why would oh. I tell her I lost it? I think when I was 16, I got an iPod. iPod? Yeah, I got an iPod when oh, I was 16. Must be nice. My uncle, but it wasn't my parents, it was my uncle. My oh, uncle okay. got it for me. Yeah. yeah. So that's I felt, but I was I always had a phone and then I got the iPod, but that was kind of mostly for music because I'm not a gamer. Like I'm very shit at playing games, mm. and I'm very competitive. So it's quite sad because when I lose, I just get really angry mm. and I just want to like smash things. No. But we move. But my very- mom gave me a Nokia brick phone. That was the first phone I had, but I was like, it was calm because I was only like maybe twelve or something or eleven. No, mm. no. In fact, it was it was before I was. It was actually maybe when I was like ten. And that was because obviously I was mm. it, it, in church. You used to drop me off uh, at like the kids' place, innit? So she wanted to call. So obviously, she, yeah, exactly. When by the time I got to like nine, ten, if I'm leaving or if I'm still there or if something's going on, she wants to call to make sure I'm all right and whatever, okay. and and all that stuff. And then maybe when I was like thirteen, I got a Sony Ericsson. It was a hand me down. It was it was all a hand. It was all hand me downs, but it was still cool. Like Sony Ericsson was alright. Yeah, yeah. But like I couldn't obviously you like. By the time the iPhones started coming out and stuff like that, I still had my Sony Ericsson and stuff like that. Like I I didn't get an iPhone until maybe I was eighteen. Yeah, 
it wasn't 18 until I got that because it was like my mum wasn't going to buy me one. Obviously, 17 is when I started working. So yeah. Obviously, I worked for a year. And you saved up then for I got, it. Uh, yeah, exactly. So oh my obviously, God. Did you ever get a Blackberry? No, I never mm. had a Blackberry. My mum bought me a Nokia Berry. You know the Nokia version of it. Nah, I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't even know. I don't know nothing about the, the Black... Like, I, I, missed, the I missed that whole one. Blackberry really? era. Like, I, I wasn't on Blackberry like that. I... Even if I was, like, I don't go out like that anyway. So there's, there wasn't nothing for me to do. Like, as in, I don't know if you lot maybe planned link-ups on Blackberries and, and did your broadcast. Or even even doing group chats and stuff like that. I wasn't really interested in that in it that much. So I, I guess I, I was kind of a loner as a kid. Like, not that I wasn't, not that no one liked me. But just, like, when I leave school, I you go home, home and do my own thing. Then the next day is school again. Really? Yeah. It's not like I was alone. I just was lazy. I feel like I'm just a lazy person. So when I remember there was one time that my friends were having like a summer barbecue and stuff. And my mom was literally begging me to go. Oh, yeah. And I was just like, nah, I'm just going to go home. (laughs) And she was like, I'll drop you there now. You have clothes. You're wearing clothes. You can go. (laughs) And I was just like, no, I'm just going to go home. Like, And you're the type of girl to be like, "Um, my mom said I can't. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Your mom would be begging you to go. And I'll be like, oh, guys, I'm sorry. I asked my mom and she said no. And they'll be like, oh, do you want me to speak to her? I'm like, no. (laughs) Don't speak to my mom. It's okay. She said no. Literally, don't say anything. You know how my friends found out? Because yeah. one of them knew, one of them's brother knew my brother. Oh, yeah. So they were like, t- I think they must have been talking about it. And they yeah. were, um, and my brother must have been like, oh, yeah, my mom says you can go. And then my friends were like, oh, but your brother said your mom. I was like, nah, she, I pissed her off yesterday. <laughs> yeah. and she said I couldn't go anymore. So yeah. that was what happened. <laughs> but I just, I don't like, I think because, you know what? I have hay fever. Mm-hmm. So during the summer, my hay fever used to be very, very, very mad. Yeah. So... I would just be sneezing every single second. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the more I sneezed, the more my body was just, I was just ill. Mm-hmm. So I was like, mm, I don't want to go out to be going out to be sneezing and stuff. Do you get yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like a lot of the time, a lot of the summers, that's what made me stay inside because even like the, my back garden, there used to be like bare grass. So my parents had to like get rid of all the grass because my hay fever was bad. Yeah, It was horrible. I just would not leave my house. Yeah, yeah. Obviously now... It's it's better, so much better now because I have prescribed medication and stuff. But yeah, yeah. then that's what made me like be in my house and just be by myself. But to be honest, stuff, to be honest, I feel like it's because you had the freedom as well, and okay. that's that's a that's a big it's thing. Not, it's not like it's a, a big, huge freedom. No, though. Like, but you I had, had to be home by like eight o'clock. You had that freedom to go somewhere in it, like, and that's that's one thing you need to notice with first year, like with uni, you tend to notice. The people, like, I used to go out a lot in, in uni. I used to always be out, be hella social. You, you realise that a lot of the times, the people who are do, like going out a lot, even the people that are doing a lot in uni, it's because they couldn't do a lot before. Before, like, fair enough, yeah. It's, it, this is the first time you're getting free. Now, you don't know how to control it. You don't know how to regulate. You don't know, you know, what's going to tie you out. What, yeah. what You know, how to plan out your time. Because you never had time to plan out. Yeah. Once a month, your mom says, fine, you can go to your friend's party and make sure you're back at seven or something like yeah. that. And then you're like, oh, whatever. You can't drink. You can't even be around a friend that smokes because your mom's going to smell it on you and ask if you smoke yeah. and start giving you wahala. stress, yeah. Some things, like sometimes I wouldn't even go places because it's not even worth it. Mm. Begging my mom for a week straight and then, you know, my mom would be like, give me this person's number so I can contact this oh person in God. case you don't yeah, answer yeah, yeah. and oh give me that person. She used to do that. I remember there was one time I wanted to go to my friend's house and she actually called my friend's mom. 
to make sure I was going to her house. Yeah. And they had like a whole that. conversation and I was just like, oh my God, this is so, I was like, this is so embarrassing. Like, mm. I need your mom's number because my mom doesn't believe me and she just wants to know yeah. that I'm going to this person's house. But then it's kind of like, okay, now, I'm not, I'm not scared to ask her, can I go back to this person's house? Do you oh, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because no, then it's kind of like, oh, I was talking to her. Yeah, I had like, I think when I hit like, maybe 17 or 18, mm-hmm. I, I have one friend, literally one friend that, because he lives, I won't say down the road, maybe like 20, 25 minutes away from me. Walking? At, no, 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 like by bus. Oh, so God, yeah. That, actually, not not even up to that, maybe 15 minutes okay. by bus or something like that. I can't really remember, but it wasn't far. And obviously, she I don't know how she she met that friend and she liked them or something like that. Mm. And she has that friend's number. So he, he was like, all right, cool. Can I go to so-and-so's house? Like, he's the only house I could say I was going to, really. Yeah. And then she'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, him. Say hi, say hi to him for me. Duh, duh, duh. Yeah, oh. And so, like, obviously, I'll go to his house once in a while. We play PS4 for a bit. Then I'll go home mm. type thing. So that I've, that was a thing, I guess. Like, But that was obviously later on. In the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How, I wanted to ask you another question as well. Like, how did you... Like, did your parents used to compare you to other kids? Um, I don't, I like the way other African kids have told me this, I don't think she, my mom has done it really. Okay. I think my mom used to do it very, like very rarely or once in a while. And like, at least with that type of thing, I think she'd be selective with her words. So I do appreciate her for, for being like mm, that, like not actually selective. never saying, oh, look at what this child is yeah, doing. Yeah. Look at what this person is doing and you're doing that or whatever. Yeah. Like she never, in fact, she'd never ever be like, "Oh, this person's doing this, and you, yeah. you aren't." Look at your life or something mm-hmm. like that. She'd never mm-hmm. ever do that, to be honest. Yeah. Even if she does bring up someone else or someone else's child, she might be like, "Oh, this person's doing this." Like she, she do it in like in a an encouraging way, yeah. I guess. So not she wouldn't, she, yeah, exactly, yeah. not in a shaming way. She'd be more encouraging, like, oh, yeah, you, you can, you, you can do this because, like, even this person, like, they did this and they did that. Yeah, like, that's I'm, and, and I'm yeah. sure you're smart, so you can sort that out. Mm. You can do something like that. So that's kind of like and, my mom as well. Yeah. yeah, because my mom always had this thing, and it was kind of like God's timing is the best timing, and um, take your time and do what you need to do at the correct moment. Don't rush because everyone is doing this, everyone is doing this. Take your time. Yeah. When you need to be at that stage, you'll be at that stage. Because I feel like when I was younger, I really wanted to drive and start my doing my theory and stuff. Mm. I, when I was like 16, 17, because a lot of my friends were doing it. Mm. And my mom was just like, this is not what you need to focus on right now. You have other things that you could be focusing on. You don't know what uni you're going to do, you're going to go to. You don't know what course you're going to do. You are gonna. You don't know what degree. Like You can't be following the crowd. Do what you need to do at your time. And honestly, that's one thing I'll always, you know, like having my head because if I was to follow what everyone's doing, I would have gone gone ahead and done nursing and not liked my course and not do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Have I would have dropped out of uni and done something else and it would have just been a, like a long process. But because I kept listening to my mom's word, like do you know what my path is different from everyone else's. I picked what I wanted to do. It did take me longer than everyone, but I'm happy I came this way because now I have people who have finished their degree and are not trying to do anything in their degree. So it's yeah, kind of yeah, like, yeah. what was the point of that? Yeah, yeah. Like, I had to 
sit back and do I had to even do another year for me to be like okay so this is not what I wanted to do this is not the path I wanted to go mm. I'm gonna go this path mm. like and they let me make my own mistakes and that's one thing I always appreciate about my parents like they are so open-minded that they let you make your own mistake which is rare for African parents very do you know what I mean it's very I rare wish, I wish yeah I can't I didn't experience it like I won't say my mum was as pushy as African parents can be. Yeah. I don't I don't think that. I don't think that at all, to be honest. But I, I feel like she wanted the best for me, but she was very like how do I describe it? She, um it was a mixture of tradition traditional in the sense that she knows like statistically, you know, where the money is or you know, how, like, maybe the, the most employed or the most respected jobs and stuff like that and all of that. So I guess she really wanted me to take a path that would, you know, make me, how do I describe Successful it? Successful and... Yeah, you know, like, higher chances of success, more acknowledged, I guess, because, like, I, stuff like that. And it was... I don't. I, I. I feel like she never. I. I can never ever. F- mm, I need to choose my words wisely here. <laughs> I can never ever fault her for doing that, and I. I won't. I don't blame her for doing that. Yeah. I understand exactly where she's well, coming yeah. from, but at the same time, I don't believe that where I am now would have been my most successful path in life. Yeah. And I don't. I guess my relationship with my mom wasn't as easy as me having that type of conversation with yeah. her on top of that. So it was like, if, if I, I think I'm, I must have said to her once, like, I was doing okay, like, all right in A-levels, I guess. But I was like, mom, I don't think, you know, uni's for me type thing. Um, I, I want to do an apprenticeship. She basically said no. <laughs> she, like, she, pretty much, she pretty much said no. I wanted to do the same apprenticeship that, I think I spoke on it on an earlier episode that my friend Saint was doing. Um, it was like, I think it was called like Step Forward or something. It was really good, like a really good program and it was competitive to get into as well. And um, I applied, So I'm sorry, mom, I applied behind her back <laughs> anyways. Did you get um, it? I got in. Oh my God. So I had an option like uni or the apprenticeship. Oh. So they said literally just, like they sent me an email saying literally just say you're ready and we'll start. I left oh. it. I never replied. And, uh, you know, I, you, you know, like... See, I, that's why my mom let me make my own mistakes yeah. and let me do my own thing because she never wanted it to come back on her. Yeah. Like, and that was, that's the thing because then there's not like, oh, what if I did this? What if I did this? It's not like a, it's a, it's not a what if anything that yeah. I said... I stepped back and I let you do what you wanted to do. Yeah. And you chose this. And like, that's why a lot, I can never fault my parents in terms of like, I had to repeat, I had to do all these stuff and to get into uni and I had to do mm-hmm. all these stuff, but I can never see but my it was, parents. Yeah, exactly. Cause it was your, it's your own. I can never, you know, not, you'll never it's your see own it. Motivation. Yeah. And I feel like that's the difference between people who, who do well and you in uni and people who drop out more easily. And like, yeah. at the end of the day, if you don't want to if, do it, if you're not do doing, it. if you're not doing this for you, then don't do it. Oh, you won't, you, you won't make it to the end. You really yeah. won't, because there's so much to go. There's so much you have to go through. There's so much you have to fight. There's like, anyway, people who go to uni know. Only for, you for the people, can motivate yeah, yourself. Yeah, basically, only you can motivate yourself. Honestly, if it was an option that I made myself, everything would have been a lot easier for me, mm-hmm. I guess. 
Because even like the course path that I went down was wasn't really like the course path I wanted to go down. But so what happened I, with that? Why didn't you just do engineering? Um, I say that because I'm sexist. God forgive me. Because you're what? Sexist. Success? Sexist. Oh, you're sexist. So, oh, no. Like, oh, you assume that I wanted to do engineering or something? Well, no, that I feel like the reason why I say that is like because boys mostly, mostly boys, like they go into uni doing engineering. Oh, okay. A lot of the boys I knew in secondary school were like, yeah, what are you doing engineering? engineering, engineering. I kind of li- liked engineering, you know. I wanted to do it. So why didn't you do it? I wasn't like when I got to A levels, I wasn't good at physics. Oh. So yeah, like that that's nothing to do with my mum, I guess. Like I got to A levels, I wasn't good at physics. I wouldn't even lie. Like um, in GCSE, I got an A in everything. Hmm. Um, my mum said we're the A stars. Oh. So it was like ah, okay, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and then like I think, so for A levels, you know, you have to make your options. And I kind of, I kind of said to my mom, I wanted to do English. Like, I, the English is the subject I like the most. And she was just like, like, yo, that. like, no, one, there's no money in in doing English. Look at all these people that do English, and then I don't blame her to be honest, because I, 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 I ended up meeting like in work experience, I met someone who did English in uni, or like at least like some type of English anyway, like maybe English writing or po- po- you know something along those lines. And the dude was so like lazy and weird it. and laid back <laughs> so because lazy and weird. Uh, no, because obviously everything you do is like very blasé and like oh, oh true, I know you yeah. know I understand you know yeah you know language and yeah you know storytelling or whatever yeah. but what can you do in the real world type thing yeah. and you kind of get caught in that so I guess I understand where she's coming from with that. Even the money, but as I well, guess but... yeah, the money's not good either. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But when you're doing something that you love, you can always make a better way for it. Type thing in it. Like yeah. I guess like when even if there's money in something, when there's money in something that you don't love, eventually you're not gonna care about the money no more. When when every day you wake up and you're like, why do like why am I here? Yes. Type thing. And that's oh what I used God. to feel in A levels. Like in A levels earlier when we were talking about like waking waking people up and whatever my mom gave up on waking me up in a levels because i used to wake up mom would be like get up 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 i'll be like yeah i'm coming yeah i'm coming yeah i'm coming i'm coming go back to bed yeah i'm coming all right and then she'd eventually have to go to work she'd be like make sure you like in fact get up now i'll stand up I'll go to the bathroom. I'll I'll fall asleep on the toilet or something like that. <laughs> Honestly, and it was a thing of like I just didn't want to be there. Didn't yeah, want to do it. Didn't, didn't do care. It, it wasn't yeah. my motivation. I wasn't passionate about any of the subjects. I didn't love any of the subjects. And it's not what you wanted yeah, to do. Exactly. Yeah. I'm by the like it, this was really happening towards the end anyway. When I re- like all this, everything piled on on the end. Like that's the, the big big thing about A levels. Towards the end. You realize how little you know, maybe how little you care. Yeah. Ha- like how close you are to the finish line, and you, you really start deeping like everything that's coming afterwards. And it's kind if, of like, yeah, it's like, kind of like it will all hit you at once. So it hit me in that sense. I stopped caring. I started coming to like um, sixth form late, literally all the time. Always late for sixth form. My attendance might have been a hundred percent or towards a hundred percent. But uh, if they if they cut it in lateness, it was. 
every day, like legit every day. Maybe I, sometimes I miss host, like miss subjects, miss you know, miss classes and stuff like that. And it wasn't it wasn't good at all. But it's just I didn't care. Just like, uh, when you're not motivated yeah, when there's exactly. not one subject not one subject that you want to go and do and you're happy about doing I love my friend so I would I would make sure I'm in for you see I didn't do PE for A I didn't do my, my A levels first year was physics chemistry biology and maths then I had to change schools because I can't remember uh, why I changed schools but it was, there was some issue I changed schools at the end of that year I switched to um, another school where I did biology chemistry maths and product design I product think. design no sorry I did hmm, was it product design something like that yeah it was product des- no product design wasn't A level that was GCSE my bad so yeah I did physics biology chemistry maths yeah then switched to a different school where I did biology, chemistry, maths, and something else. Then, obviously, se- second year I did biology, chemistry, and maths. So obviously, it wasn't like it wasn't like something I was having a lot of fun with. You understand? Mm. Especially if you know A level chemistry. I did chemistry A-level, as well. You know what it is anyway. Oh my god! Did you do maths or biology? I did all three. Bi- Biology's not that bad. Yeah, biology think. wasn't that bad. But, oh my God, chemistry used to, I used to fail. Um, each week we used to have class tests mm-hmm. and I used to fail them. Yeah. Like, and you know you fail when your teacher, like, they put the test back down yeah, so no one can see your upside so, down yeah. so they can't see your results. Yeah. Anytime I would get my upside, oh, even my mock I failed. I got, like, 20-something percent. Yeah. And my mom was like, like, what's happening? And I was like... I'm gonna pattern it. I'm gonna pattern it. I'm gonna pattern it. Like it's gonna and be that, fine. And that's that's another thing as well. Like when your parent it's so hard because my my mom knows like there was more effort I could have put into A levels. That's another reason why she said where's the A stars. She knows there's not there's more effort. Sorry, in GCSE there's more effort I could have put into my GCSE. Yeah. It's not like I was every day, you know, sweating, revising. Like, I'm not like a panicky person anyway for anything. Yeah. So, when her seeing me come out with all A's, basically, well, pretty much all A's, I think I got two B's. And that was in, like... I'm trying to be like you. That was in, like, irrelevant subjects. Like, maybe... um, Maybe something like social studies or geography or something. No. Because after getting all A's in GCSEs, of course, she thinks I'm going to do that for A-levels. Oh. But obviously, it's a whole different ball game for A-levels, yeah. isn't it? So, when she's hearing our report saying, you know, C, D, all that stuff, she's thinking, nah, like, nah, this, this, is wrong. this is wrong. This is wrong. Like, and she's thinking, oh, you're not doing anything. You need to go and revise now. You need to go revise now. You need to go revise now. We're, like, are, are you working hard enough type stuff? Like, yeah. And... Especially when you're doing subjects you don't love, like A level takes a lot of looking into stuff outside, like just sitting in the lessons and listening. Even if I attended every single lesson and took notes every single time, you don't, you will not pass like that. You have to spend your time outside of the lessons, really trying to consolidate your knowledge. And when you don't like what you're doing, you're not going to be thinking about physics, chemistry, and maths when you get home. You're going to want to think about sleeping. Yeah. Or going out or playing games yeah. or something like that. Definitely. So, I guess it just, it just wasn't the one, innit? It wasn't the one. Yeah. But, yeah. What else? I wanted to ask one more question before we finished. Um, so, as growing up, did you ever have the sex talk with your parents? 
Nope. You didn't. Nope. I, I, like, didn't, I didn't have any talk with my parents. So now that you're an adult, what do you like? What do you feel about that? Like when you have kids, are you going to have that conversation with them? A hundred percent. My mom. I wasn't. I couldn't really be open with my mom about much. To be honest, I. I it was as I said, the relationship was a bit of a sticky one. I remember I told my mum I like a girl once in it. <laughs> and she was like, Oh, that's cute. What's her name? <laughs> she's, like, oh. she, she's like she was nice about it. She's like, Oh, what's her name? Well she obviously it was a girl from church, to be honest. So that's probably why she was fine with it. She's like, Oh, that's cute, what's her name? So How old so, so and so. Oh, I was much older. I was like seventeen. Oh okay. I was like seventeen at this point, maybe. So I like a girl, obviously. Yeah, what's her name? So and so, whatever, whatever, whatever. And that was all cool. Um, then I think maybe now I was messaging her, getting along, all of that. Um, you and the girl. The, yeah, and me, guys... like no, I and then I think in fact we don't even talk about me and the girl because that's not really what this episode is about yet. But I think one time my mom must have said something. Like I think we must have been having some type of argument or I did something wrong. And she was, she must have said like, oh, you can't even. She said something like, oh, you're maybe I'm too lazy to provide or look after the house or something like that. She was like, oh, how do you expect to get a girlfriend? Like, she said the girl's name. She was like, oh, how do you expect to to even be dating so and so? You're not ready for dating this girl because oh. you're not you, you don't look after your house properly. You're not like you're not being a man properly. Something along those lines. Even like I wasn't. I wasn't being a provider properly or, or something along those lines. It might, it might have been like me not washing the dishes or honestly, or me forgetting to lock the door or something along those lines. But I went down there and I was like, yo, I'm I'm never going to tell you a girl's name that I like again because... No, you're going to use it against me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's like, it, it, it's... Obviously, not having the sex talk is like, is mad when like, you get older and like, for example, I think my mom found like some condoms in my room, oh, and then I, and she was like, "Oh, where did you get them?" And I was like, "I think I did get them from school." To be honest, I was at school. She's like, "Are you having sex?" I really wasn't at that point. To be honest, they said no. Yes, I said no, and it was, but obviously, like there was girls around in it, and it could have happened at any time from there type thing. Like it, mm. it was, it was bound to happen soon, soonish type thing. There was, there was a few girls that were trying to talk to me. And obviously, because my mom's always home, like, if maybe, like, you you know what I'm trying yeah. to say? Like, there's a g- couple girls, you know, sniffing in my direction, that type thing. So I knew it was coming soonish, but it was just a thing of, she never had the sex talk with me. She never really spoke to me about how to, you know, be in a relationship or act in a relationship or even, you know, impress a girl or whatever or take a girl out or something like that. And then for me to be saying I like a girl and you saying oh you, like yeah. that type thing, it's not it won't really like helpful at all. Obviously, I didn't have a dad around, so like my dad maybe that would have been the job of my dad. I'm not sure, but like even st- or stuff like stuff you're going through when you're going through puberty, like um, even masturbating that type stuff. Like of course it was bad. Like we're as African household, it's banned from the house, isn't it? Yeah. But like at the same time, it's like you you don't want to like have a proper conversation with me. About, I, it, about, about it, like yeah, exactly. Like yeah, there was one time of... I was I was watching something on the laptop in it, and obviously my like I was comfortable in my room. And the laptop, my hand was down. Like oh, I don't even think it was down my trousers. It was just in the duvet. One hand was in the duvet. One hand was on top of the, the laptop like that. Mm-hmm. 
she must have bust in and got mad and said, like, oh, what, are you masturbating? Turn the laptop screen around. Why are you doing that? Did it, did it going crazy and stuff like that. Obviously, I was watching the movie, but it's like, you, you haven't really had any type of chat with me about that. Conversation. Exactly. Yeah. It it's like, bit... they, there's a lot of stuff like they do avoid, like, topic about depression, topic about sex, like, um, just things like, I was even telling, me and my friend were having this conversation as well, like, shaving like i my mom never had a conversation i know it's like minimum but i feel like it's a lot of family like they don't have they don't speak to you like i didn't know about shaving i started shaving because i was like oh my god like this getting irritated like mm. by myself i went to the shop and i bought my own shaving stick yeah. and i used to like keep it with my own stuff and shave once in a while and yeah. stuff like it was my mom never had that conversation oh like so now you're going to she mm. did they did have the period conversation with me mm. but that's kind of like that has to happen mm. and before my parents had it with my mom had it with me uni um school had it with me anyways yeah so it's kind of like oh school's had this conversation with me yeah. mom, you don't have to because they beat her to it kind of yeah, thing yeah yeah exactly I, so I feel like there's a lot of things that they don't speak to you about, which they need to stop. But I feel like our generation, we're going to change that anyways. I do feel like our generation is going to change a lot of things. Like yeah. even, even, uh, but it's a sticky one because again, like through talking to my mom, like I know she experienced bad things from her own mom as well. Yeah, exactly. She she really wanted to improve on a lot of things. I'm sure she really tried as well yeah. to improve on a lot of things. But it's so, scary. Like when, when my auntie leave, leaves um, my, cousins with me i'm just like fam you lot just be in this room i'm gonna put you know bubbles around you so no you're not gonna fall this way and hit your head this is not gonna happen this is not gonna happen like it's you are taking care of your human being do you mm. get what i mean it's I guess, scary i'm I like i don't know i i really love um taking care of kids i know i don't look like it but like i do enjoy it like i used to look after my uh, uh i wouldn't say cousin but basically cousin like you know when you, your mom has a friend yeah that has a kid and like she was, nice. she was basically like my little like my little sister she still is like yeah. pretty much my little sister like I like I love her to bits and it's I, I love like I get joy out of looking after her I guess and it's yeah, just but it's thing, scary though it, like, it's just a different story when they never go home like it might, <laughs> it might like it's it's all fun and games for you? us but as like when you're a parent it's, it's a different bit, story yeah. like it doesn't stop all this changing nappies Fine. Them crying, them waking up in the night. You get up, you have to... Imagine waking up and having to bath someone else. Hmm. Just that alone. It's already then do long. Then have another kid. Times that by two. Yeah. You, you literally don't have a life. You don't have a life. I've, like, I, when I go to Cardiff, I'm always babysitting. Like, if you, if you FaceTime me, there's a kid in your face. Mm. Like, there's a kid in your face saying hello. Yeah. What do you want? I'm watching. I'm on YouTube. You're disturbing yeah, me right yeah. now. So like, I'm always and I look at it. My auntie has two kids. One is two. One cries all the time. The other is five. Be- asking bare questions. Doesn't do what it's been told. And it's kind of like I can leave this and go home. I can go back to Coventry when I've had enough. I'm like I'm going back to Coventry today. Mm. Do you get what I mean? But she's like, see my life. Mm. This is my life. Mm. It's kind of like and then when there's not a because my uncle works somewhere else. So like he comes during the weekend. So during the weekdays she's by herself. She's working. She's doing school runs. She's tidying up the house. Yeah. Like it gets to a point when you're just like I want to mm. scream and I don't know how she can do it because Cause yeah. Like now us us as children, forget even forget even African. Us as children, I know like a lot of us do have like issues with our parents. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they're people too. Like, all the stuff that you've talked about, like, all the stuff that they had to go through. Yeah. Like, the looking after the kids, the whatever. Even multiply that by being a single parent. Like, and then, yeah, every- bear in mind as well, like, not most white people have their 
nan down the road you know they have family around that can help them yeah. when you migrate from nigeria or wherever or ghana wherever you migrate it's from just you, it's it? just you and then you have these children to take care of you have to like make sure you're working full time make sure you're doing this make sure yeah. you're doing this you have no babysitter like yeah. right now i'm privileged because my if anything like if i move close enough to my parents like i'm dropping my kids there yeah i'm like oh you're staying with your cousins today or you're staying with your mom my mom today you're staying with your auntie today but they were they didn't have that privilege they couldn't do that coming back home like now if i have a kid my mom can come and chill with me for two months Mm. while i get myself together yeah yeah yeah. her parents couldn't do that her mom couldn't do that for her that's true you get that's another that's another big thing as well yeah so obviously the support around you is different i like at the end of the day, you can't raise, like, you can't raise a child and not, like, your own emotion. Like, when you have your own emotional issues going on, like, it's going to affect it as well. Yeah. And not even, not even current emotional issues, underlying emotional issues. Mm-hmm. When, like, my, some, one of my friends said, oh, no, I think it's, it should be mandatory for people to have, like, a, a mental check before they have children or, so, or some kind of psychology test before mm-hmm. they have children and stuff. And I was like, why? And he was like, like, have you noticed, like, there's a lot of, you know, like, trust issues that your parents kind of project on you. Oh, there's a lot. There's a lot of, like, you know, pressure from their life being not great that they project on you as well. Like, for example, when, when me saying earlier, I was never allowed to go to sleepovers and stuff like that. Yeah. My mum never used to trust anyone else's parents, stuff like that, yeah. or whatever. whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, like, oh, mum, you're stretching it, whatever, whatever. My sister once told me a story, or maybe it might have been my mum that told me the story, or I, maybe I was eavesdropping in my mum's sister's conversation. <laughs> and my mum basically said that when she was young, she used to have to go to, like, I think maybe her, she had to go to be a house girl somewhere else when she was young. Like, maybe while she was studying, she had to be a house girl somewhere else. And, like, she used to have to go to this auntie's house and do something else or whatever, whatever. Yeah. And a lot of them used to abuse her. You understand? Yeah. So, when you had that experience of, right, okay, as a child, going to eat, and even when your parents know the person, you understand? So, your parents send you off to this uncle there. And that that that's you. the uncle that's abusing you. Yeah. You understand? So, so she, she so she don't want me. You. She don't want me to go anywhere. You understand? And yeah. I'm like, why are you ruining my life? But she, she was thinking, <laughs> she was thinking, raw like, especially I'm protecting, especially him. in in this country that I'm not from. Yeah, this person could be a rapist. This person yeah. could could be this, and this person she's could be that. You. She, and as a kid, head, she's helping you. So it's not but, her like pushing bad on you or but, trying to. But again, there's another thing of you. That was happening to her in Nigeria. Yeah. You understand? So she's growing up in a different culture in a different country. So she's projecting her fears. She's on pro- you. she's projecting her fears of what she she experienced in Nigeria and at her own time and relating it to this time. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. So if I'm telling you I'm going on a sleepover and there's four of us in a sleepover, uncle is not going to be uncle's just not going to be doing. You understand? Yeah. yeah. And you, these, for example, a lot of the places she was going to, there was you know like the forced sense of respect. Like yeah. a lot, a lot of Nigerian men, you know, they have this, they, especially back then. There's this big sense of entitlement, and you know, they'll force anything, they'll do anything they want. They, a lot of them are crooked. Even the 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 woman, the aunties, because maybe they're having problems with their husband, or yeah. their their husband might want to sleep with house girl, mm-hmm. and because they know that their husband has been looking at the house girl, what are they gonna do? Gonna be, the auntie's gonna abuse the wife, the yeah, house girl, just house for girl. being there. Yeah, you understand the girl, so she doesn't look okay. Stuff, yeah. But me, 
I'm going. Months, I'm not uh, a fam, my, mm-hmm. the, the parent, I'll say hello to the parent. I'll go upstairs to, to the child's room. We'll play PlayStation. We'll go. If even if I don't sleep over, or if I do sleep over, I'm upstairs playing PlayStation. My friend is white. He'll be like, "Mom, get out of my room. Go downstairs and, and make make some make some do, make some use of yourself. Go make some food for us or some shit like that." And I'm like, "Bro, the fuck, nigga? <laughs> like you talking to your like, mom like that? You oh understand? my goodness!" But obviously, you know, they, they don't they don't know, and I guess you can't blame them for not knowing exactly what it is. So yeah. us us as second generation, we're gonna be different. Yeah. Because we know the culture, we know the country, and it's, it's a different story. But they can't, they couldn't have been. I guess they didn't know what was going on. Going on, fair enough. Yeah, they didn't. I feel like we need a part two of this. Yeah, I, I feel like we do we for do. sure. Yeah. Okay, but this is all the time we have. Thank you so much for listening yeah. to another episode of this mm-hmm. trip podcast. Thank you guys, and we will see you in the next episode. Peace. Bye. Peace.